Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Welcome, sports fans, to Running Down the Clock. I'm Tyler Walzak. That is Booyaraisi. Um, we have been talking for about 15 minutes already, but we were not recording. Uh, not a mistake. We just, we tend to get on the mic before and just talk about nonsense for a good half hour. I wouldn't call it nonsense. It's important stuff. It's kind of dating mixed with football and how it relates to us. That's really one of the most important things in our life. No. Yeah. I don't know if it's that at all. I'm pretty sure it's, do we have anything to talk about this week? And then we start talking about dating and our personal lives. And then it just goes down this weird rabbit hole until I say, okay, let's just start recording this thing. So here we are now. It's week nine is over. That's halfway through the season, is it not? I'm more. I mean, that's uh, that's 18 week season, right? It's a 17 week season, so I guess, it. with the bye. 18 week season with the bye. Yeah. So 17 games. Yeah. So this is half the, this is half the season. Yeah. We're in it. Well, I got good news for everybody, and I've got bad news for everybody. Bad news is this week's podcast is going to stink uh, because I did not watch any football again on Sunday. Good news is I am now unemployed as of today. So the rest of the shows are going to be top notch. You're going to love them. You just have to get through this last shitty one because I did no research today. I don't know what's going on in the world of the NFL. Um, I know there's some topics happening. Uh, which should we get started first, which we never do, well, is talk about the weeks coming up. That can, I pray, early morning. Can, I, can I praise myself first? Okay. Out of solidarity, I watched the Green Bay-Detroit game for you. You did watch it for me. I was unable to watch it. It's been two weeks in a row I haven't been able to watch. Oh, I watched the first quarter of the Miami game when the Lions were up like 21-7. to 7. That didn't end up well. And then I wasn't able to watch any of the game this weekend against the Packers. So I lived vicariously through your text messages. Did you which like were them? Very detailed. Yes. It was not about the plays, though. This is the weird. This is what I found more interesting about what you were saying to me. Um, and obviously, none of these listeners have access to my phone. But it was it, it was well, post. Let's post a screenshot of the messages. on the, Yeah, I guess uh, I could do that. We could put them on our thing. Yeah, that's a smart idea. Uh, I'll post some of the screenshot messages. Because you were just telling me about the emotions on the sidelines of each sideline. It was not about the plays or the touchdowns. That's what determines football games. It's not. It is 100%. Aaron Rodgers was shattered. He threw how many? He threw two red zone picks, three picks in that whole game. And he doesn't, he goes a season without doing that. He was shattered. They were bad throws off a guy's helmet, underthrown to uh, Aiden Hutchinson, who's got a hot sister. And, you know, they were bad throws. They were out of character, and you could see every week he's visibly more and more and more defeated. Am I wrong? Watch the highlights. Are you wrong about Aiden Hutchinson's hot sister? Am I no. wrong about anything? Have I ever been wrong? <laughs> There's no proof of anything I was wrong, except maybe some of the past recordings and stuff that we'll neglect, but... Yeah, those aren't out there. No one's going to go back and listen to those. They're barely getting through them the first time. Exactly. Um, no, Emotions I, I... have a lot to do with her, because also the Packers were frustrated as hell. They were so frustrated, as I told you a thousand times. Detroit used to be frustrated. They don't care. It well, doesn't it's be them. embarrassing for them because every team that's played the Lions this year has put up at least 24 points. The Lions defense is statistically one of the worst defenses in the history of the league right now this season. 24 points in every game, at least until this past weekend. Green Bay only put up nine. That's pathetic. 
It is, but also their defense played well. Like, I feel like they're taking away from the Lions one time this season. They are actually playing well. Sure. I mean, you can say that. You can argue that. But they were playing well. They were doing some good things. They were getting them frustrated. They were making uh, Green Bay take bad penalties. They were making Aaron Rodgers make bad throws. I guess they got in his head or whatever. Yeah, so is so it bad offense? Defense Chicken played the that egg. well. You Chicken think it's the the egg. bad offense or the bad defense? Uh, good I think team. it's a bad offense in Green Bay. I don't think there's. I don't think it's good. Which is weird because the running backs are are pretty, pretty fantastic. There was also oh, going back to um, something you brought up many weeks. Did you see that one? Uh, I think he's a defensive player on Green Bay complaining about the turf again. Yep, like six, six injuries that game. Yeah, the, so Half this is of both teams went out that game. We've talked about it twice, and I don't know if listen, we get zero it. feedback from listeners. I don't know even if there is any listeners. This might just be something that you and I do for no reason at all, but. I do know that it's an important topic in the NFL that not just we are talking about to bore people. It's that's actually starting to hurt um, teams because they're losing so many guys and they're losing important guys. At what point do they have to? At what point does the NFL want to protect the players? Because they're a lot of the main guys are going to start getting hurt, and then it's going to affect the product. Oh yeah, that's hitting the NFL where it hurts is the pocket. Yeah. So once that starts happening, that's is that when they say, okay, we have to go to to regular grass? I it just it's gonna be a slow transition if it happens. It right? has to be because you can't just put grass into into dome stadiums. It doesn't work like that. Grow lights. I don't you just just put yeah, I guess you could just put grow lights in. I don't know. But you saw the that's a lot of water too. We don't know the financial or the environmental aspects of this. We just but, know that guys are getting hurt on the football field, and that's all we care about. Can we say this, though? That game effectively ended Aaron Rodgers' season. Yes. And as a Detroit fan, that is your Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, I'm so upset I didn't need to watch it because that is, you're right. That is our Super Bowl is just kicking them out of, or and putting an end to their season effectively. Yeah. Because I don't know is, how they recover now. You can't too far back. You cannot recover from a Lions defeat. They're only the Lions are two and six. The Packers are only three and six. They might finish behind the Lions this year. Yeah. I mean, they're not catching Minnesota. No. And it's Minnesota gonna be tough to get that wild card. Yeah. So that's that's their season. That was their season right there. That could have been the turnaround and just getting killed like that. But. That should have been their turnaround. That was, I think, a lot of Packers fans were going into this week saying, Oh, like we'll just beat the Lions and we're back on back on track we called it last week that that was a win for them except you muttered under your breath quietly as you're saying actually i think the lines take this one yeah <laughs> i don't know if that was a post edit if we go back and that came in after the game but <laughs> you gotta like you have to in divisions are it's weird because divisional football like when you play a team within your own division nfc east or nfc north or whatever it be um you kind of have to throw statistics out the window because those guys are hungrier they know the other team more. I was about to say more better. They know the other team better than any other division. So it's it's kind of harder, the tougher games to play. And you want to win those ones. You want to win at least the one at your home field, which is what the Lions did. So they did. Now, there was a um, let's just hard change of topic because it's actually kind of interesting and cool and weird all at the same time. The Indianapolis Colts fired their head coach, Frank Reich, 
on Monday. Yeah, yesterday. And randomly and oddly and weirdly hired their former center, Jeff Saturday, to be the head coach. Jeff Saturday has never coached any football his entire life. So my thoughts of his coaching, this was my immediate thought of like Jeff Saturday. I think there's just an NFL films footage of him arguing with Peyton Manning. That's that, it. That's co- like, he's, you know, that's his coaching, right? He's <laughs> Sorry, arguing that. There's a video of that. This, 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 like the two arguing on the sideline. So the do you think- I can't answer. This is, this is probably in your mind. What happened is, the owner of the Colts, Jim Irsay, probably said, well, we'll just get Peyton Manning to coach the team. We'll just reach out, get Peyton Manning to coach the team. And he's just like, yeah, he's watching videos of Peyton Manning. And, wow, and he's on the phone with Peyton. I got a great idea. You come out here. We're firing the coach. You are going to coach the team. You're going to be head coach Peyton. It's a great idea. Peyton, believe me, this is a great idea. And Peyton goes, no, I, I can't. I got all this. I got money signed up with all these uh, Monday night game deals that I'm doing. Um, I'm doing college football. I want to just kind of live my life and relax. So I can't do it. Sorry. And then as Jeff Saturday has hung up on Peyton Manning, hangs up on Jeff Saturday, Saturday clicks on the next video. And there's just a guy arguing with Peyton Manning. And he goes, wait a minute, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Call this guy now. This is the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. If I remember the footage correctly, and this is time in, if I remember the footage correctly, it's Peyton Manning coming over and screaming at the uh, offensive line about stuff. And Jeff Saturday's calming him down, trying to push him with like, get the hell out of here. Get out of here. You know, like we got there, you know, like he'll, he'll talk to the guys, right? He'll do the coaching to the guys. Yeah. That's what I mean by that was his coaching. And it's on record. There's a whole film about it. And maybe that's what Ursay saw and say, that's what I'm looking for. That's exactly what I need on this team right now. Jeff Saturday as a center has to basically scream at Peyton Manning and then turn around and bend over while Peyton Manning puts his hand in his asshole. Well, I guess his his hands are on his cup, which is close to his balls. But I guess and, his wrist. There's nothing protect. There's no cup for your butthole. No, I guess his wrist is kind of right you know, in the butthole, breaking the threshold, maybe. Yeah. So you're yeah. screaming at a guy who every play touches your anal cavity gland. Is it a gland or is it a cavity? I was trying to use a euphemism of some sort, but um, <laughs> more of a gross euphemism, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's but that's an intimate relationship between those two. That's why they can yell at each other like that. That's that's where they're at. You know, couples fight. <laughs> that's as intimate as your wife. You know, that's more intimate. The than guy who's got his hands at your ass every week. How many times do you think a year they do that? But imagine being so mad at somebody. And then you just have to fuck. This guy's gonna have both his hands. In Do you my think most maybe after that play, he kept his hands a little further away? Just wasn't. Oh, as... I think he tried every time he went up, and he just boom right up in there. Right after that play, he kind of gave him a yeah. little bit of a little bit of a hate fuck. Smash <laughs> Omaha, Omaha, smash Omaha, Omaha, hot, hot, hot. That's what happened. Should this be on the dating football podcast? Yeah, Saturday didn't walk this? right for a week. After that, after he yelled at Peyton Manning, he did not walk right for a week. (laughs) They got over it, though, didn't they? Yeah, I don't know how fast, but they probably got over it. That's what teammates do is they get over stuff like this pretty easily. But um, we should move on to something else, unless you have anything to say about Jeff Saturday again. He got the drum. He's like, 
so why did you choose me that he said something along those lines like what were the requirements that i fit like he he did he was shocked too he was a broadcaster he was broadcasting yeah yeah and this is the weird thing is the owner said because he's a better fit he's the best man for the job and there's no question about it in my mind i've been around it a long time the last coach i hired as an interim coach was bruce arians it was the right coach so Saturday was the best guy. That's why there's no mystery behind that. And that could be true. Like Jim Irsay grew up as a child. All right? I'm pretty sure his dad owned the team. He grew up from a child in that locker room, in the Colts locker room. So, I mean, he's seen players from the time he was a kid. So he might have some intimate knowledge about Jeff Saturday that we as fans don't know. So that's entirely possible that he has some reasoning well, this was his reasoning. I actually don't mind the reasoning that he hired Jeff Saturday. I just I'm confused as to why he picked Jeff Saturday as much as Jeff Saturday is confused as to why he got picked. But he said that he's glad like Jeff Saturday has no coaching experience, not high school, not football before high school, not college, nothing. He's literally just been a player his entire life. He said that he's glad that Saturday doesn't have any NFL experience yeah. because he hasn't learned the fear that's in the league because it's tough for all of their coaches. They're afraid to, they're afraid to go against analytics. They're afraid to go with analytics. Um, so he believes that Saturday, not having any head coaching experience is not going to have any fear to be a head coach. So Ursay went with his gut on the hire and he wants a guy that's going to go with his gut on the field. That's what he's looking for. Right now. Here's the thing that kind of, I, I don't understand the NFL with, I thought you had to at least interview coaches of like different races and different nationalities before you could just hire a white guy with zero experience. Yes, but however, you might get away with it. And this is just a thought is hiring an interim coach where you midseason fire somebody and you need an interim coach. So he might be in under the interim title where you don't have the time and everything to go through a complete proper hiring process. And I bet you there's some sort of uh, leeway, but an interim coach can't be the interim coach on a five-year interim contract or something, right? That's my guess. So he can be the interim coach to finish this season, but before he's offered the head coaching job of the next season, they have to interview the proper, go through the proper process. Possibly, unless you're there's a clause where you're allowed to keep your interim coach to continue on. So I sure, don't but know. Isn't that then a loophole around having to do that? Yes and no, it would be. Again, I don't know if these are actual facts. I'm just thinking logically of what it could be. Um, yes and no, but the only risk is that now you have to start a season with a coach and fire him through the season, which also isn't a smart move for your franchise. Right. You'd was want Jeff Saturday probably... still in the dressing room? Like, was he still playing before this? Like, when did he? No, he was just he was broadcasting. No, he was broadcasting. So does he know the system that these guys know, or does he care? Like, does he have to bring his own system in? I don't understand. He's not prepared at all. He's got a week to prepare. He's got one week. Is the bye week for them? No, they are playing. (laughs) The Colts play, let's see, week 10. Um, Indy, they might have a ball. Uh, No, they play the Raiders this week. Not a Thursday game, is it? No, it's Sunday at 1.05 p.m. uh, Pacific time. So Okay, so it's not the 10 a.m. game. He's got a little more time. Yeah, and I did entire college courses crammed in that three hours. It would have been the difference between the morning game and the one o'clock. Game. So it's, it's doable. <laughs> that's, that's a great analogy. 
Because yeah, if you just think logically like that, he's got all the time in the world. Yeah. Now the, I don't think that this is going to be good for him. Do you think this turns out good for him? Or Jeff Saturday? Yeah. The only thing I can say for the organization is, how could it be any worse? Well, this they is the thing: is they good can't... talent, and it, they were going nowhere anyway. But isn't it going to be embarrassing when it doesn't work? Or is it going to be like, hey, we tr- we had to try something different? It yeah. wasn't working. We had to try something different. Yeah, I, I, it's so like, it's a win win. It's a win win situation for them. They, either they hire him and he does well, and they make the playoffs, and it's like, oh my god, what a great idea. Or it goes horribly wrong, and they go, well, fuck, we had to try something. It's like when, to use a football analogy, it's like when you see the flag on the play, quarterback just gets a free throw. He knows that it's going to go his way. He's gambling on that flag was for him, and he's got a free play. He can do something stupid, and it doesn't matter. Take that, uh, you know, throw that um, difficult ball into the tight spot for the hopeful run into the end zone, and whatever, if it's picked, it's picked. Flag's going my way, won't stand. So, yeah, I guess the Colts are picking their head coaches the same way they picked the quarterbacks. Well, what about that guy over there? Can we have that guy? Who is the quarterback right now? Matt Ryan. No. They, oh, they went down to, to then it's Nick Foles then. Is it still Nick Foles? If he started, I don't know. I didn't remember. I didn't get to watch any of the games. Yeah, I just, they didn't score any points. So I don't know if there was a quarterback on the field. At the Let's time. find out. Here, I got the, the score, box score right now. Uh, we got, um, no, Sam Ellinger. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was Ellinger. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Uh, what's his name? Foles. Terrible. Only 103 passing yards and one interception. Why didn't they put Nick Folk in? Nick Foles? Nick Foles. Did I say Nick Folk? He's a kicker. He probably would have been better. <laughs> it's a puncher season. It's, yeah, I mean, this is like, uh, uh, I, I don't know, but this is the guy. Maybe he's a young guy. I don't know anything about Erlinger. Erlinger? Neither do I. But here's what I do know is that there is a coach out there that I love, that Indianapolis you loves. Mentioned, you mentioned him before. And I think that that is a perfect fit after this season if it does not work out and it won't work out with Jeff Saturday, I think Jim Caldwell is the perfect fit for the Indianapolis Colts to come back to where he was basically born and raised in terms of his football career. Um, I think it's a great fit. What's the issue with Jonathan Taylor right now? What's his injury? Just the high ankle sprain? High ankle sprain. High ankle sprains are tough to come back from as a running back because you put everything you have, all your weight goes to that high ankle. I know we mentioned every week, but, He's he should be the difference maker for that team. Yeah, right. Like he's a guy who should be getting those five touchdowns, like um, Mixon got this week, right? Yeah, I traded for Taylor in my fantasy league because I thought he'd have a good half the season after injury. I thought these guys would be able to turn it around. Where you look at Tennessee, Derrick Henry is carrying that team as well. Like he's just a monster. Yeah, Having that game changer running back, yeah. I mean, he's physically a monster too, not just monster game. Like, he oh, is- he is huge. Like. Huge. If you don't know what huge is, look at Derrick Henry. He's huge. Yeah. Big boy. Big boy. And so without him, it seems like it's all falling apart. Well, yeah, because he was kind of the, the only MVP. hopeful to be yeah. a possible MVP caliber kind of guy. And that's not a quarterback, is him. But they don't have an MVP caliber quarterback. They have no, but I mean, like, no, 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 not them. I'm saying MVPs are usually quarterbacks. MVP candidates are like MVP candidates are usually quarterbacks, and he was the only one in a long time that been like a top two um, MVP candidates as a, as a running back. Speaking of MVP watches, right now Mahomes is the odds-on favorite to be the MVP. Then Jalen Hurts, then Josh Allen, 
then Geno Smith, then Derrick Henry. I love how Geno Smith is in the conversation. Yeah, for sure. He has to be. Yeah. Yeah. The Seattle sure. Seahawks are, are a good football team. They're six and three. They're but they're not just lucky, like they're playing well. They're they got playing a big game. very well. Big game this week. They're playing if very they, well. If they beat the Bucs, that is just devastating for the Bucs season going forward. The only hope the Bucs have is make winning that division with a losing record. And they could. And getting some injury play, injured players back for the playoffs, having some sort of hope of giving Tom Brady another chance at uh, getting that uh, divorce ring back so he's got one more on his finger. Yeah, did he have to take off? Which ring do you think he takes off to put the... Maybe that's why, is that he never wore his wedding ring. There's no room. There's no room. There's no room. Yeah. I get that. He even said it himself, to quote him. He's only concerned about the next ring. Her ring was like, what, six Super Bowls ago? Six Super Bowls ago, yeah. Yeah. Well, six was, rings that's, ago. That's old news. He doesn't care about it anymore. <laughs> the next one. Do you think she used that in the divorce papers? To get more I think, money, I think he hey, used it in the. He divorce. once said, "The only ring I care about is the next ring. I want an extra ten million dollars." Anyway, but, but does Buc- that not just? They need to win that game. The Buccaneers need to win that game. It's in Germany. It's at six. Do they though? That's the, the only thing I'm looking at is like their division isn't that tight. Is I, their the division one, is very tight. It's tight, right now the Buccaneers under are four and five. It's yeah. tight under 500. But one of these teams, Buccaneers, Falcons, Saints, and Panthers are going to the playoffs. And they're right now the Buccaneers are in first at four wins, five losses. Four, 44% winning, only winning 44% of the if, games. If I'm not mistaken, Seattle once made the playoffs with a losing record. I that think, happens all the time. It does yeah, happen. I think yeah. this division goes to the one. Somebody from this division goes to the playoffs with a losing record. I hope it's the Falcons. The only reason why I even care, I'm not a Bucks fan. I'm not really a diehard Brady fan. I just like seeing history. Nine Super Bowls, ten Super Bowls. I would like to see him. I would like to see this team make the playoffs with a losing record and then go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl because their defense is get like their defense is still pretty good. They've given up the least amount of points in that division by far. They only they only have 162 points against them. The next lowest is 225. Now they've only scored 162 points, which is also horrible. Yeah. Did you see any of the highlights of that Rams game? I saw the 44 seconds left for the That's all you uh, need Tom to Brady see. to win. That's, That's all you need well, to see. Well, you could have watched from minute 10. Like, yeah. What, missed, what's the, wrong? What is wrong with the Rams? Super Bowl angle. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't like. Wouldn't you want to win the next one? I think some. Yeah, I. I Sure, they want to, but sometimes you lose that drive, you lose that motivation. I don't know. Maybe staff off seasons. Injured. It probably takes longer to get going because you're off season. You're celebrating more than you are trying to get back to work as quickly. Yeah. So maybe it takes them. Maybe it took them two or three more games to get things going. But they didn't look like they're not looking good right now. Aaron Donald's not playing as hot as he used to, and I don't know if that's just he's getting double, triple teamed every time. Everyone just everyone's well aware of who he is, right? They're just. Yeah. Let somebody else make the tackle. Just don't let it be Donald. I don't yeah. care if somebody else sacks the quarterback. Just don't let Aaron Donald do it. Could be one of those situations. Cooper Cup's still playing well. He's still yeah, Cooper well, Cup. because they throw the ball to him 22 times. Yeah, they got no running backs. None. They need a running back. Yeah. They need a running back more than anybody else does, really. Um. Now, the, the weird thing is the Washington Commanders are last place in their division at 4-5, and, five, and they could be 
in the first place in the NFC South. That's crazy. Yeah. The Lions are only two games out of a playoff spot if they're in the NFC South. Yeah. I, is this, Are the Saints going to turn it around? I don't think so. No, the Saints are dead. It the Falcons like they... actually, like the Falcons, here's the thing about the Falcons that everybody should like because nobody knows anything about the Falcons, but it's a bunch of, like Marcus Mariota is a very much the same as Geno Smith. But Geno Smith is playing better and winning more games. But they're both the same type of guy. They they were neglected. They had like a good start, like a good run maybe 10 years ago, neglected forever. And now they're putting their team in positions to win games. And I like the Falcons. Who do the Falcons play this week? Because they could. I who do you think wins? The Seahawks or the Buccaneers? I think the way they're playing right now is Seahawks. Seahawks I can right? go against them every week and they win again every week. And then Thursday night is Panthers versus Falcons. And the other thing is the Seahawks are used to playing far from home. They travel more than any other they team. They travel now more than any other team. It's super Germany? unfair that they have to go to Germany to play that game. Like if anyone, they should be like, oh yeah. Like, or they could be like, listen, we barely, we, we already kind of go the distance anyway. So what's an extra eight hours in a plane? Yeah. Now, so Thursday night, Panthers Falcons, which you would think would be a really shitty game, but they're both pretty bad. So it could be a high scoring fun game to watch. I'm excited to watch some football because I haven't seen football in two weeks. So I'm very, very excited for Thursday night. And this is the festival. I think the Falcons win this game and then they go to five and five and then the bucks lose and they go to four and six. And all of a sudden the Falcons are going to the playoffs yeah. early. It's very possible. Last week, Falcons were the division leader. Yeah. Like that, that, yeah, it could be like, see, I don't understand why the Buccaneers offense is so bad. They have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Um, Godwin's isn't having a good Godwin type year. But why? Don't, who's the other wide receiver that they have that's really good? They had uh, Julio Jones. They yeah, got Julio Jones. Scotty, Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller was good in that last minute of that game. <laughs> I thought, yeah, he was. I thought Julio Jones was going to have a better, better year. He's, he's injuries. He's got injuries. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I think this is the end of his career just from injuries. I think yeah. he's just, he was so good. He has a, he has a defensive highlight reel. Yeah. That's how good his career was. He was a solid tackler, that guy. Solid tackler is huge. Yeah. Um, another upset that we didn't, haven't talked about yet. The Jets beat the Bills. Yeah. At now, the halfway point, are the Jets, do you think they're real? I think the Jets, I think it's the season where anybody can beat anybody at this point in the season now. The only team that's maybe unbeatable is Philadelphia until they are beaten. They're criticized for having an easier schedule, but that's not on them. You play who's been presented to you. Yeah. And they're looking good. They're You can't knock them until they lose, right? You can't knock the Philadelphia Eagles until they lose. And right no. now, it doesn't look like they're ever going to lose. No, their schedule doesn't really look like they'll... They can beat every team on their schedule. Yeah. And they like, and the thing about it, it's not pretty. Like It's not beautiful. It's not the Rams in like early 2000s, the uh, best show on turf. It's the greatest show on the turf. greatest show on turf. It's it's just like kind of Jalen Hurts scramble touchdown, scramble throw touchdown. Like it's kind of just like like backyard football. It's backyard football. That's blue collar Philly style. Blue collar Philly style. I love it. I like. I hope the Eagles do well. One of my favorite players of all time. Uh, Brian Dawkins played for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
he was uh, he was a bit of a lunatic, eh? Like talking to himself before the game. Like the people thought he was gonna kill people out there. Those are my type of guys. Yeah. Those are my types of guys. I love those guys. <laughs> that just sit quietly in the corner. I love those guys. Oh yeah. He was a solid player. Yeah. But yeah, they could definitely go undefeated. Now here's a funny thing that I, I learned that the seventy two Dolphins, whenever an undefeated team gets their first loss of the season, they have a little celebration. Pop the champagne, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> I love the spite move. That's a spite move. That's a spite move, is it not? That is the ultimate spite move. Yeah. But they're like 95 years old now. They barely get, no. the, get the, the cork out. That's that's fine. <laughs> Larry Zonka uh, can get a cork out, I'm sure. So the, the but back to the Bills Jets. Um Bills are still first in the division at six and two. Jets are six and three. That whole division is over 500. That's the yeah. reverse of the uh, Bills, NFC Jets, South. Dolphins all have six wins. Um, the Jets and Dolphins haven't had their bye week yet. Bills have. Um, and the Patriots are five and four. And the Patriots are sneakily winning football games. Mac Jones had a decent weekend. Um, it's That division's up for grabs still, which is weird to say because you think the Bills would run away with it, but it's a tough division. The AFC East is what we thought the AFC West would be. Because the AFC West, the Broncos and the Raiders are dead. Yeah, the Whereas Raiders, AFC uh, East, every team in the AFC East, the Jets, it was we all knew the Bills were going to be great. We knew the Dolphins were going to be good. We did not, we kind of said, well, the Patriots made the playoffs last year, so they're probably going to be good. They might have a step back this year. We don't know. But nobody would predict the Jets would be 6-3. and three. No. Nobody. The so two points, the Raiders, how they can blow a 17-point lead every week, or except the week they got shut out, is beyond me. Well, that is yeah. mind-blowing. They don't score a lot of points. Raiders? Yeah. Yet they've blown so many leads. Yeah, but they don't, they've they blown don't a lot of leads this season. It's you. Sure, anybody can win the first quarter. Yeah, but... Putting up the 17 to get ahead, like 17 point lead, that's not that easy to get. I know. It's, it's easy to lose, apparently. Oh, very easy to lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I had the rankings the other week of Buffalo, KC, Philly in that order. Buffalo, I'm starting to have doubts. KC, Philly. Yeah. So what are I'm your doubts? Now? Just one, one loss to the Jets and you've got doubts? One doubt that that's the order that I had him. I think I have to put Philly ahead now. Okay. I think it's Philly's got to be the number one ranked team, even for whatever reason now. I still think Buffalo could very well go to the Super Bowl. Who? Do, what's your Super Bowl prediction right now, halfway through the season? What is your Super Bowl prediction? Buffalo-Philly. Buffalo-Philly. Okay. I think I also have Philadelphia. But there. it could be KC Philly. I think it's going to be a weird playoff. I think Philadelphia plays the Minnesota Vikings in the um, NFC Conference Championship. If Curly wins, Cousins lifts a Super Bowl MVP trophy, <laughs> what does that do to you? What does that do to you in your life? Like your cycle? Well, it ends this podcast. It ends any credibility we have on this fucking podcast. I'll tell you that. If. If Kirk Cousins wins Super Bowl MVP, I'm never talking on this microphone ever again. So, the, I mean, that's very shattering to your psyche is what I'm trying to get at. 
Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I I couldn't care less. Like he's good for him. Stinks. Did you oh, you actually sent me a video though of the offensive line in Minnesota? They're brutal. That offensive <laughs> line is horrible. They're letting guys. They're pushing guys to Kirk Cousins faster. <laughs> yeah, he's getting it done. <laughs> they step out of the way and shove the guy so that he gets an extra extra two steps. I don't think that was from with. this year though, but yeah, I feel like that was from a previous year. Okay, well, it was fucking hilarious. It, yeah, we should put but, it on the the Instagram. Yeah, do we have an Instagram? I'm... We have an Instagram. I don't know how to use it. The production company does that. Yeah, they do it for us. I hope so. We're they tell me all the time, like you guys can do. You guys, you know, you guys have access to this. You can put stuff on it, and I go, yeah, and then I don't, and then they, then thankfully, I think Jordan puts stuff on there for us. I I don't have access to the recording, the the files that we have the recordings on. I don't have access to anything. That's because half the, barely... time we, half the time we don't press the record button. Are we recording right now? We are recording right now. <laughs> We've lost too many uh, good jokes and pieces of uh, recordings. We've lost. I wish we could go back and, oh, my God. like That, yeah, that was awesome. a good episode that we lost. Maybe our best. That was a good episode. That's also people what we would say if we had nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're doing pretty well with this one considering we – I didn't watch any football. But on the line of jokes, uh, the uh, coach of the Miami Dolphins, what's his name, McDaniels? Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels. You're not calling him a joke, I hope. No, but the joke he made this week. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So I did see that was one of the first things that popped up. I love that guy. No, I like him too. I like his character. He's he's out there. He's he seems like someone you'd be just buddies with that somehow got an NFL job. Way over his head. But yet it's working 100%. out. 100%. He's the guy that you had drinks with one day and the next day he's on TV coaching an NFL team. You're like, how the fuck did that happen? I would that love guy that. was fourth place in our fantasy league. How the <laughs> hell is he the coach now? So well, we never had, we never really told anybody what he did. We just kind of started talking about him and said we like him. We haven't got there yet. We were setting it up. You got to set up the joke. Oh, okay. Well, we were already laughing at it, though. Oh, uh, yeah. We already uh, so, so, Justin Fields was running, scrambling all over the field against the Dolphins. And he scrambles out of bounds towards the Miami Dolphins sideline. And Mike McDaniel says, hey, stop that. Stop that. And just like, keeps screaming at Justin Fields. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. I think that's hilarious. But then in the post, uh, post-game post uh, press conference, he said something along the lines of, I'm trying to coach the guy. <laughs> he's not he's not listening he's not he's not a coachable guy he said something along those lines like he's not listening to the coach like trying to give him help here. that's hilarious yeah it's a good yeah, joke probably like my it. favorite coach in the nfl right now i and i, lo- wow. I love dan campbell you gotta give jeff saturday a chance too i i hope jeff saturday does well i'll send you the footage of him playing with peyton manning You'll have to do that. We'll put it on our Instagram. If anyone that the network is listening, can you please put the Jeff Saturday video onto our Instagram so that Puya and I can watch it? Because I know for a fact that Puya is not going to send it to me. No. If it's something to prove me right, I'll send it. <laughs> it turns out it's a different player on the Colts. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, I'm not going to see you because it's going to be somebody else and it's not going to work in your favor. And you're just hoping I'll forget about it. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, the person I think is missing from this MVP thing that we touched on briefly... <laughs> 20 minutes ago, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Does, doesn't he deserve some another MVP, at least to be in the conversation? Do you feel that when you win, and this is not just 
only in football. It's kind of in a lot of sports. When you win one MVP, you kind of have to go above and beyond to get your next one. Yeah. You can't just be as good as you were, even if you are the best or deserving of it. It's kind of like you have to do something new. Yeah. And because Lamar Jackson is doing what Lamar Jackson always did. 100%. And he's the reason that the the Ravens are where they are right now. Like yeah. that's the, they have to say that you can't, there's no arguing that. No, sure. He's, I think that they are, I think I said chiefs, wait, I didn't, I, I think it's going to be chiefs, Eagles, Super Bowl, but I think the chiefs play the Ravens in the AFC conference and the Vikings play the Eagles in the NFC conference. I think that Lamar takes them to the AFC conference game and I'll root for them over Patrick Mahomes. It's just that Patrick Mahomes is so good at football. Yes. He's very he's good. weird and lanky, and his voice is strange, but he's very, 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 it's very, froggy very, very, very good. Yeah, it's wild. That's why at the beginning of the season, I was like, the Chiefs got to be good. Like, they do have a generational talent in Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. I can, can't think of anybody you would draft. If you just had free reign right now to grab a quarterback, pluck him from any team, put him on your team, Patrick Mahomes. How do you not take Patrick Mahomes? You have to take Patrick Mahomes. The only, only I have one player in mind. That's the the argument to that. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen's stronger. That's it. He's a bit. He's, he's bigger. He's, he's a bigger, stronger guy. Yeah. He's they both the run the football though. Yeah. They both run the football. They both throw it a mile. Yeah. Their accuracy is improved every year, and they're winning football games for their teams, and they're both. Knock on wood, they're both relatively healthy all the time. Well, they both have the same record too. Yeah, and I, and I just I hope uh, Bills Chiefs would be a great AFC Conference Final. Uh, it'd be a rematch of last year, and it'd be a rematch of the game we had this year. Um, but I think Ravens, I think Lamar Jackson makes that money, and they someone has to pay him. So I hope the Lions pay him. If the NFL is rigged, which I'm not saying it is, I'm just saying this wild world where it is rigged it has to be those two strictly for the fact that they changed the rules of the game for that for these two teams from last year so we have to see that again this year we have to see round two with the rule change to see what happens how many times a year does your brain think that the nfl is rigged uh Every time there's a play that could have gone the other way and there's just some sort of holding in the backfield or something or really so every quarter every, yeah every really? every I set know. of I downs don't think that. that's every bullshit. set of downs. I think I'm that's bullshit. I don't think it's rigged to that degree by any measure. I don't think it's like if it is if it is rigged, which I'm not saying it is, at the micro level like that. No. I that's think just reps. Some, but there must be some. Like there there's too much money. There's, There's too, too much, much money, money involved. There has to be some type of thing. Influence. I don't even want to say rigged. I just influence. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And the first thing that comes to mind is that Saints game where they didn't get called for the uh, pass interference. And who did, but Rams. who did that? That And that took the Rams to the Super Bowl? That got lose the, the Patriots? Rams to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they lost the Patriots. And that was maybe the worst Super Bowl on yeah, record? Yeah. Because it should have been the Saints. But that's, I mean, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was now bad. I also feel like we can't go around trying to be an NFL podcast saying the NFL is rigged because they- I know I don't think anything. I also don't like 
I think this, that's why I asked you how many times a year so that we could like realistically, I, I think once, not I even every once year. or twice, I think once or twice a year, easy once or twice a year. Cause I've been in situations where I'm like, what the fuck? Like the lions with Calvin Johnson, when he caught the ball against the bears and then he just used the ball to get up and they're like, that's not a touchdown. So what, how like there's already things, broke the plane. what you'd already broke the plane. It was a touchdown. It was a touchdown. And he just used the ball to get up, and the ball came out of his hands. And they said, "Oh, he didn't have it through the catch, through the ground." I'm like, yes, he did. It was a catch. Everybody in the world knows it. The little kid with the red balloon knew it. Everybody knew it was a touchdown. That's my second time I've referenced that quote from "It's Always Sunny" in two podcasts in a row. I hope that we have one "It's Always Sunny" listener out there that appreciates that. You got me. Yeah, you didn't laugh. I I didn't get the reference to be honest. <laughs> The kid with the red balloon knows it. The kid, even the kid with the balloons knew it. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Ah. I got to brush up. You got to brush up. All right, let's talk about this week's. We got this week's no game. time left. Let's games. talk about this week's, this week's games. Thursday night, Falcons Panthers. Falcons supposed to win That's... by three. We both kind of think they're going to win this game and take control of that division. Unless PJ Walker steps into his own and just takes over this game. I, I like PJ Walker. I like I, guys that I love that. that. How can yeah. you not like that story? Yeah. Love stories. I love. I we're underdog guys here. Oh yeah, this podcast. for sure. Which is the guy who never gave up on his dream, and he just worked his whole way to get to where. That's he us. Is. That's what we do. We didn't even get there yet. We're still, no, we're not there. We're, we're still, still arguing working. with each other. We, that's why we have to look up to PJ Walker because he is us. That's yeah. successful, and we're just us. And he looks up to Geno Smith. So we got yeah. somewhere else to go. That's the next level. <laughs> so that's the first game Sunday morning, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, 9.30 a.m. If you listen on the East Coast or one of the bigger cities and whatever. Uh, Seahawks, Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favorites to win by two and a half. Do you think that's because of the time travel? Or do you think that's because everyone thinks that the Buccaneers are better and the Seattle yeah, Seahawks are constantly doubt. doubted? For sure. Yeah. I think Seahawks. I hope Seahawks What time play. is that game at? 6.30 a.m. On Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Literally just said that um, yeah. before. I know, but I was I, I was thinking about my own things. Usually don't, when you're talking... Don't think about I'm your thinking, own things. Usually when you're talking, I'm thinking about how I can interrupt you and say my own thing. That's. But if you just listen, the same thing, we said the same thing. <laughs> you If you just listen, you wouldn't need to interrupt me with the same fucking fact that I gave out. You, you're not wrong. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I just, I do things my way. That's, you taught me that. <laughs> one time I listened that's what you told me to do I've been doing it since Titans Broncos 10 a.m. somehow the Titans are a solid team, like they, were solid that team. We were they were wrong. that close to the beating the Chiefs we were wrong about them uh, Dolphins Browns the only thing that Dolphins I think win but Browns are getting close to getting Deshaun Watson back aren't they yeah but I still convinced so if it takes a quarterback who played last season um a few games of not playing preseason. He misses what three, four preseason games. Takes him yeah. a few weeks to kind of get into his rhythm. Oh yeah. And he played last season. How the hell is it not going to take Sean Watson the rest of the year? To kind they of shouldn't play him. One? They shouldn't play him. They no. should play Brissett. Just let Brissett finish the season. You play what's his name uh, Watson as soon as you are eliminated from playoff contention, which they're close to. They're three and yeah. five. They'd have to win, so three and five, eight games. So they got ten or nine games left. Who do they play this week? They play the Dolphins. They lose that game. 
Yeah, but they got the Bengals and the Ravens to compete with, right? Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're basically eliminated already. Yeah. So wait, do don't you then? Yeah. So just start Deshaun Watson when he when he comes back. He's sure. also making four hundred million dollars, whatever. Yeah. Steelers Saints Saints both these teams stink. Um, it's in Pittsburgh. Saints are two and a half point favorites. I got Saints in this one. Andy Dalton at the helm. Yeah. They need put a quarterback. In, put in uh, Taysom Hill. Well, he's That's... a tight end. You can't put him at quarterback. He's a tight end, please. Play both positions, man. He'll block for himself. Nah, he's just a tight end. That's what. No, world, that's what I think you said it best. Us. I think you said it best about him a few weeks ago. Some weeks you're really high on him. Some weeks you really. <laughs> so, like he's not a positional player. He's a football player. He's this generic football player that you just put in those um, '90s video games with unlicensed yeah. characters, and they're all the same guy playing yeah. every position. He's him. That's him. That's Taysom Hill. Just Hill. a generic white guy that plays football, and he can just play whatever you, you throw at him. Just a football player. He's just nice. a football player. Uh, then we got the Lions and the Bears. Bears, three-point favorites in Chicago. Lions coming off that hot win where they only scored 15 points. Um, who you got? It's going to be cold probably in Chicago. It's going to be cold, but the Lions, it's not, you know, it's not warm in Detroit. I would always Big. give the favorites. If it's cold outside, Dan Campbell is going to have that team fired up. They won't feel that cold. The The weather will never affect the Detroit Lions based on the coaching. No. I, I still remember that uh, that snowball with, uh, was it the Eagles? Eagles and Eagles uh, Lions. Lions. Yeah. I love, didn't make it out of the neutral zone, like the center area for the first three quarters. Love watching snow football. Yeah. It's um, terrible football, and I love Chicago's watching. Chicago's kind of been getting a little bit of momentum lately. Yeah, the quarterback's getting a little more confident. Way more confident. He's looking Rambling. like like this last weekend. He looked like the first round pick that he was. He looks like he's starting to turn it back around. But I think Detroit got a lot of confidence in that game too. Yeah, so it could go either way. I could see. I think the favorite should be Chicago, just because Chicago is right now, past few weeks putting up more points. Yeah. Their, their offense is clicking a lot more than Detroit's. Detroit's kind of fell off a little bit and hasn't really recovered the same way. So I, I think maybe Chicago, but I would not be surprised just to see another tight divisional game like we saw last week and Detroit comes through. Their defense looked a lot better. I know. I, 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 their defense looked a lot better. I'm just going based off what you've told me on this podcast, but I, I don't know. I don't believe that. You we'll find be out listening. because they should be able to hold the Bears to of the two guys on this podcast. You shouldn't be listening to me about is is me. Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to you, so you shouldn't be listening to me out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> How does this thing work? We don't know. I got the Lions winning. I'm gonna go for it. it this time. Let's go. We got the Bills Vikings. That's a big game. That is a huge game. That's the Vikings sitting with a better record. Kirk Cousins is sitting with a better record right now. It's not a primetime game, so Kirk should be a better quarterback. The Bills just lost to the Jets. They can't afford another lose in back-to-back weeks. This is a huge game. It's, it's a 1, is... 1 p.m. game or 10 a.m. on the West Coast. That's a big game. That's the game I'll have. So usually on the I got three TVs in the living room. I have the Lions game on the bottom TV. I got Red Zone on the top TV, and the TV on the left is the game of the week. This to me, is the game of the week. I was going to say this is the game of the week. Now, I have a complete different setup. Although there's TVs in the house. Yeah, you've got usually, 700 plants. 
I there's usually, no room for TVs at your place. There's I got 700 plants. I got two mounted TVs. There's one's in the bedroom, one's in the living room. But they're back-to-backs. But How I does that do help? You have to walk in between rooms to watch different games. Or do you sit in the doorway? <laughs> well, that's... Let me just get to what I do. <laughs> I avoid the TVs altogether. Actually, there's a third TV so that I'm know. using right now to look at you. Um, I usually just lie in bed and watch all the games on my phone. What? Yeah. And you're on it's this a lazy podcast? Sunday. It's so a lazy so far, Sunday. the two guys it's on the podcast, one watches football on his fucking phone. The other one right now doesn't watch football. And people are expected to tune into us every fucking Thursday or how? Why? I can still see what's happening. It's still video. 5.3 inch screen. The next game is the Giants Texans. That's the Giants win this one. It's in New York. 6.5 favorites. Move, we're blowing past it. Chiefs Jaguars. Chiefs nine and a half point favorites. Blowing past that. The one o'clock games, our time, four o'clock games, uh, East Coast. Raiders Colts. That should be a shitty fucking game, but probably entertaining because they both stink. So actually, I'm very curious. That is actually a very curious game just to see what Jeff Saturday does. Now, in reality, I don't think he does much of the coaching himself just because, as you mentioned, he doesn't know anything. He's probably just relying on all the coordinators and assistant coaches just to kind of fill him in on this week. But aren't those guys bitter that they didn't get promoted? I'm sure they are, but they're... Like, wouldn't you be if you were the assistant head coach or the offensive coordinator and they hired a guy who is on TV talking about how shitty your team is over you who's been with the team? Yeah, I don't know. There's That could definitely open up a can of worms. But if that's the kind of situation that's happening, your, your, team's, your team's fucked anyway. There's their no hope. Fucked then. Their team's fucked then. Yeah. There's no hope. Yeah, I would be pissed if I was an assistant coach that could have had that job and they gave it to a former player. That has zero coaching experience. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's it might just be a mutiny on the sidelines. Yeah, I, that makes it even more interesting to watch that game then. Yeah, if the offensive coordinator refuses to share the playbook with the head coach, yeah, <laughs> turns yeah. his walkie to another channel. But here's the thing: as an assistant coach or an offensive coordinator on that field this weekend, if they have any success at all, it goes to Jeff Saturday, and those guys get overlooked even though they're the ones that are putting in the game plans and doing all the work, that has to make them angry. Well, it also would show what kind of person Jeff Saturday is. Because if in the post game he says, hey, listen, I had a short week. I had a little bit of time. I relied on these guys and kind of named some guys and says, they these guys really helped me out for this week. And That would be the move. That yeah, the that, move. that's a class move. And he gives them their credit. That if would be the just, move. Now, if he just wins the game somehow, I think the Raiders do win. Um, I think the Colts win. I think they win. I think the Colts beat the Raiders. Really? If they get Jonathan Taylor back. If they get Jonathan Taylor back. If they don't get Jonathan Taylor back, then the Raiders win. It's very possible. The Raiders are not looking good at all. They're terrible. The 425 kickoff um, in Ontario and New York and those places is Packers-Cowboys. This would be an interesting game. I think the NFL thought this would be an interesting game, but this is a Cowboys blowout, right? I think the only thing um, Aaron Rodgers now has is to beat his old coach, which he got fired. But that's also a revenge match for McCarthy to yeah, kick, I think to kick Aaron Rodgers while he's down. Yeah. Now, if he subscribes to our Spite uh, podcast, that you and I host. Yep, Spite podcast on a different network. 
Don't tell anyone. Don't tell the network. This network, network that we have a spite network. Spite network. <laughs> he would also want to really just take it to them, which I don't see any reason why they wouldn't want to take it to them anyway. But yeah, I think there's a blow up. And then the last game at 425 is Rams Cardinals. Both these teams are three wins. Should have both been better. Shambles. Uh, Cardinals are in shambles. Rambles are in shambles. Rams are in shambles. But one of these teams, this could be a turnaround for their season as well. Yeah, but the Rams are coming off a Super Bowl. Like I, yeah, they're good for they're good for a few years. Whatever. Then the Sunday night game. This was this. I actually think this is a very good game. It is the 49ers who are four and four versus the Chargers who are five and three. Both these teams can make playoffs. Both these teams can be dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah. I think the 49ers are going to come out a lot better than the 49ers that started the season. I think that McCaffrey edition is going to I think they're getting better. Yeah, Huge for them down the stretch. Yeah, I think the Chargers are getting better too, though. Austin Eckler is finally getting in the end zone. Did they get uh, Keenan Allen back? He's questionable, but it's so weird. Like, this is, I'd say give another Let's talk about this real quick because I keep seeing memes that Keenan Allen has a, um, it's not a torn hamstring, but has hamstring problems. And he has not been back. It's week nine. Brian Robinson got shot in the leg twice and he is back playing football. He just keeps seeing those memes and it, it does make me think like, what the fuck Keenan Allen? Like the only thing I can think is if it's, um, solely muscular, Maybe it heals better than if it's hit some sort of tendons or something that just I agree. And I'm sure there's a there's a valid scientific and biological reason about it. But doesn't it kind of question Keenan Allen's toughness to play in games? Yeah, well, he's not the toughest player on that team. It's the quarterback. Herbert is the toughest player on that team. <laughs> yeah, that's what their coach said. Yeah. And then Monday night, Eagles commanders, Eagles, it's in Philly. They're eleven point favorites. Do you see an upset here? Is Jeff Bezos going to be at this game watching the team he might be buying? Rumor. Bezos, he'll be sitting with McConaughey, and they. I said they. I think they came out and said we need one more person to get in here. There's the. There is the third guy. I forget who the third. Uh, third one is. Why does Bezos need another person to get in? I don't know. I don't think he does. Does he? I mean, like, like dollar wise, but it could be just the whole bid of um, you know, the NFL owners look at the bid. They don't. Yeah, just that's do- true. That's you know, true. They do. Sometimes so they, maybe have, they, they have the money, they have the star power, and then they probably got someone who's really good at like accounting or something. Yeah. Like they, I don't think they also want to just give one person. I think they like to give it to groups now. So it kind of divides the power. It's not just giving it to one person anymore so that yeah, they, they can pull another Dan Jerry Snyder. Jones, less Dan Snyder stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Less Jim Irsay's hiring uh, Jeff Saturdays out of the uh, broadcast booth. I think Jim Irsay's liked as a, as an owner. I think so too. I he's think the he's the one who called out Robert Kraft, is he not? Um, Dan Snyder, or he called out Kraft as well. Yeah, I guess for the uh, massage part of the stuff. I don't know, but he's he calls he's called out a bunch of guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, it makes for good talk radio, which is what we are. Talk radio, eh? Well, podcast. That's the new talk radio, right? Twenty twenty two. So he's an FM guy. I guess I'm on the AM dial now. No, I don't think. I think we're digital dial. But if this was a show that was on an FM or AM frequency, it would be AM for sure. Oh, yeah. 3.45 in the morning on a Tuesday night. Yeah. That would for, be our time. It would Public be for access truckers. radio. It would be for truckers only. Public access radio. Yeah. <laughs> Diaper time? Diaper time. Yeah. It's another It's Always Sunny reference. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. 
we are going to go. We are well past our time. Uh, this is a lot of nonsense. Promise you next week will be better because I'm actually going to watch football on Sunday. Who is going to watch it from his iPhone? I'm going to watch it from my three big screen TVs plus my Samsung. computer plus my iPhone. Samsung. It's Samsung. Jesus Christ. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.